0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Get Clean Podcast. I'm your host, Khalil Sharad, and this is episode 51. Today, I am interviewing Luke Edwards, very famous powerlifter. You may have seen him in the West Side Film as well as, well as many of the tapes, powerlifter, and now he's coaching. Um, tremendous guy, really, really nice guy, and uh, you know, you're going to get a lot of insights, I think, some people may not know about what it's like to train at Westside, you know, and what it takes to be great. So, hope y'all enjoy, and let's get clean. i by telling everybody who you are, what all you right. do, your titles, and all that.
1: All <laughs> right. My name is Luke Edwards, professional powerlifter in five different weight classes, a member of Westside Barbell the past 15 years, and a strength coach. Okay. So, uh sound a little better, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so are, you gonna, t- are you going to make cuts or how are you going to do this? Well, it's a, so
0: usually I don't make edits, but I'll just edit out that front end because okay. I try to tell people this the way this app it's annoying to try to edit it the way it okay. is. Um, okay. But that's easy because now I know it's just the first minute. I'll just cut out and we'll just add okay. the, the beginning. Sounds good, man. We gonna <laughs> yeah. roll then? Whenever yeah, we're ready. just rolling. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's roll. Um, so yeah,
1: tell tell me how you uh, got started with powerlifting. I got started in powerlifting. Uh, whew, I was just a little boy, and my grandfather uh, married this lady, and, and she had two boys. And uh, one was a, a big powerlifter down in uh, Florida. He set all sorts of state records and whatnot. And another one was a bodybuilder and, and uh, a fighter. And so um, I originally was in the bodybuilding, and then uh, I've seen too many like political things, you know, like with powerlifting. Yeah. You know, mostly with powerlifting, you get the weight. There's a little bit of politics, but it ain't like a bodybuilding. And so uh, that's pretty much how I started my journey. I had a pretty good foundation because I was always like, I guess you could say, a power builder. Um, Mm -hmm. I was always, like, um, strong, and I got big, and I always tried to still stay uh, pretty fit, though.
0: When did you transition? um, Like, when you first started powerlifting, were you working out just with your – your, your brothers and your dad. And then, uh, did you, you know, did you lift through high school? How, like how, how were the
1: steps? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I started lifting. I snuck into a YMCA uh, Mm -hmm. when I was 12 years old. Um, I'll go into detail more on that in my book, but, um, that I'm also, uh, you know, writing, um, but, uh, So I snuck in the YMCA at 12 years old, and from there, I was just uh, hooked. And, uh, well, let me back up. Actually, a guy named John Heath uh, took me to the Y for my first time, and he gave me one of those uh, wristbands to sneak in the YMCA, like, for the weight room. (laughs) And so at 12 years old, I was sneaking in. Another guy (laughs) named Randy Baker, he was looking over the weight room. I think he knew I was 12, but I was, like, trying to, like, you know, get – uh, get in shape or whatever get big with all right. these massive men in there at the time you know that's what I thought 12 years old you know everybody's massive you know yeah back on it like because <clears throat> I thought he was but <laughs> uh, anyways so um, in there they do a lot of like it was like kind of like they't were like powerlifters. I wouldn't say but they were just some strong guys like corn fed strong guys Northwest Ohio you know uh, just farm city you know, just strong guys. And so from there, um, I moved to Indiana and I did my first power meet. And from there. I was like hooked. So what, how did you do on your first meet? My, well, I, 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 I actually, I just remembered I did have a first meet in high school when I was 14 and I pulled uh 400 at 14, okay. um, which, you know, at 14 is pretty big. And, yeah. uh, I, and I did it with just a belt. So let's, you know, so well, everybody knows it's just a belt, no, no gear or nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so then my first meet after, you know, I got a little older, um, I pulled uh, 700. And it was a, a bench and, and a pole. Oh, and I benched uh, 525. And actually, my raw bench was stronger than my shirted bench. At the time, I wow. had a 550 bench, and my <laughs> raw bench was a lot. It was a little, uh, you know, not there quite. So. Right. What? Um. How old were you when you did that? Uh, I was 23, so I was 17 years ago. Wow. Yeah, long time ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. And then, how were you training then? Versus, I mean, obviously doing kanji when you're at Westside, but how were you training right.
1: then? Um, well, before I got invited to train at Westside, I bought all the DVDs from West and oh, I pretty okay. much trained alone, but I had trained myself up until that point, you know, Flex magazine, something like that. <laughs> right. but other than that, like I was doing it all by myself. Um and so then um where where were we at? So then uh after uh after I got, I was training myself after I had the West, side, uh, watching the West side videos, um, for, I did about a year. I took a year to really like train. Now I had like a 10 year, 15 year foundation at this time too, you know? Right. And so I, I, uh, I, I did, uh, I, I, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm losing my thought here. What was I doing? I, I trained Westside style, yes, and we did a, we did a mock power lift meet, and then um, I started doing some more meets, and then I trained at uh, in Auburn in Indiana. Uh, his name was Gabe Daniels; he's my mentor, and I trained under him for two years. And like he was like a sadist, tag masochist. I don't know what he was, but like you <laughs> know, like they say Chuck Volcapol bad. Gabe Daniels <laughs> was bad. Um, he, he he built my grip though, and that was. I, I had an 800 pull before I ever came to Westside, but within first my first six weeks of being at Westside, I pulled my first 800 pounds. Um, and so then I trained under Gabe for two years, and then I got invited to train at Westside, and I packed up some money, didn't have a uh, saved up some money, packed up my things, didn't have a job lined up, and moved.
0: What Now, you said you were running Conjugate Style, you got all the DVDs and stuff what mm-hmm. did you think was the biggest difference that made you have another bump in the numbers? Was it the, was it the atmosphere? Was it the change in like maybe all the GPP work that you guys had to do was the selection of, you know, assisted exercise. Like how did, what did you think was like the biggest factor if you can name it?
1: that? Uh, yeah. That yeah. I was actually in my GPP was like through the roof. As far as those guys, I'd have run circles around them back then. Oh, okay. Um, but no, um it was the atmosphere it was being yeah. there you know it's every day it's a contest in there and they say you know it, it, uh, you're not training west side until you're in west side <laughs> it's yeah. true man i uh have you visited there
0: i just so we i just went for the first time Meet a bunch of coaches in in august i'm really mm-hmm. upset that i missed you because i actually saw um is it dobson the fighter that you train yeah,
1: AJ, they, yeah. they
0: they were there in the afternoon i, I didn't get to catch yeah. you but yeah. I was like, yeah, and I met Jeremy and them, and I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers doing speed work with 500 plus the blue pants
1: on. Yeah. And I'm like, right. oh, these motherfuckers is crazy. Yeah. I don't know how bad the blue pants either. <laughs> like, we don't just have it under a lift. We have, like, yeah. two-by-fours and stuff. Yeah, on the side, yeah. <laughs> Making it even harder. Yeah, but I, it was
0: funny. So we went on uh, speed day, on Friday and Saturday mm-hmm. and I was like uh we we were running on like no sleep all adrenaline fucking moving <laughs> right. shits for 5 hours and I'm like bro put my max on the bar right now and I could blow that shit out the water I was like this is what it really takes like yeah. you you have to sacrifice yeah. like to do what th- yeah. it this is what it requires and well, I was yeah, like yeah like
1: they make it, up like Westside to be a scorched thing and then it's great but inside yeah. those walls, it's kind of a yeah, dump, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, it's
0: funny. It's like so. My gym that we at, my boss, he he's like OCD with the cleaning shit, and I I like it more in the middle. Like I like chalk and blood on the bars. He's right. like, we have to clean up chalk as soon as it uh, hits the floor. You know, no, we have chalk, but, <laughs> everywhere. blood
1: everywhere. And there's everywhere. only metal music playing. Like I love uh, that. You know, if you, where, if, you if you look <laughs> down on our squat rack, uh where the monolith is, you'll look and you'll see this huge puddle of blood. That's from Lou's <laughs> nose just busted time after time. That's a hardcore motherfucker right there. A bad boy.
0: Oh, Yeah, it's 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 so much different and I feel like being there all the time, I, I think like... You can feel you the know, electricity. You know, can like just feel it. In the history, you can feel that yeah. like you know who's been in there even from outside where you're like, you know, you've seen enough of the videos. You watch all the tapes and you're like, Man, like I can't, I can't imagine being like, oh, I don't feel so good this to this uh, today. I'm not gonna come in, Lou,
1: without yeah. getting your ass uh, in. To, that, you know? that never like, happened. <laughs> that didn't happen. That didn't happen twice. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people come in them doors. And I've seen a lot of people leave. Man, <laughs> a lot of people, probably thousands. I would say thousands. Um.
0: So what? What were some of the big changes while you were at? since you've been at Westside, as far as the training for powerlifting when you first got there, like, you know, cause I know they're going away from the yeah. 12 doubles to the five by fives. Like a lot of yeah. strength, like the methods to special strength. It's like, <laughs> it's way different.
1: Back in the day though, we kind of threw that out the window. It was a max almost three, four days a week. Days a week yeah. We, we <laughs> squatted heavy, heavy and we do doubles, you know, it'd be doubles. Um, Mm -hmm. But we'd work all the way up. And, you know, we'd usually have a working set of of the wave with 50, 60, uh, uh, 50, 55%, 60%. and But uh, it was still, it always end up being a pissing contest. So that's why the meets (laughs) were kind of easy, really, because we had competed against each other year-round. You know, we prepared for war. We're ready. Now, how, when when
0: you're doing that, like you're doing your speed sets, okay, you're using, you know, 85% of the top. Would you take like, okay, I have bands and now I have a max, and I'm just gonna take it with the safety bar and then I'm gonna up it to one hundred percent? like would you do it like that? Oh, uh, you
1: guys, yeah, like like people get too caught up in percentages and all that stuff. People overthink yeah. the concept, I man, we just yeah. trained, you know, we <laughs> didn't think like, oh, if we're gonna do this, this and this, we just fucking went at it, man,
0: right, you know,
1: like, and it was I mean, there were fights in there, you know, Almost weekly at some weekly? You know, sometimes weekly Weekly? Sometimes. It's just, I mean, because you get, when I went in there, the first time I went in there, there was probably like 20, probably, I don't know, 13, I'd say 15 to 20, 20 of us. And at, all, at any given time, we could have broken the world record. You know, our weakest guy uh, squatted 900 pounds. Like, jeez so like then that was in our groups so we and we had a group of like uh probably 12 we were all thousand pound squatters so it was just it was a different environment it was rough back then real rough you had to you had to have thick thick skin when when you guys would do like
0: your speed day or you're doing your max every day whatever it was like when i was when i went they would lift, do the main movement, go eat, and then come back to do accessories.
1: Was it always <laughs> like that? No, 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 no. I don't train that way. Like, I that's because they, they train so early nowadays. Like, we used yeah, they to train do way eight, too early. We could roll in about 8 15 and, and get going about 8 30, 8 45. Right. Uh, and we had incredible workouts, and we'd be done by uh. 10 30 11 o'clock and we'd go eat uh, breakfast or you know whatever and and we'd be and we'd go on and we'd go to work whoever had to work you know all
0: right Now, how many of you would actually do small workouts on top of the four major
1: uh probably some of the guys that didn't have jobs <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> uh, but like guys like me and greg we hit everything <laughs> that day but we we still would train like we would do stuff like undercover and not tell nobody like we go home mm. and do this like huge band workouts or right, 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 uh you know, stuff like that. So every day we were doing something.
0: Now for like younger lifters like you know myself, like do you think, you know, unless if you're like more out of shape or something, do you need to do the small workouts like the band
1: itself, you know, pushdowns and curls and stuff? Yes, I I, yeah. I do. Um but that at the end. You know, are okay. you talking you're talking like all the um, like, are you talking about auxiliaries or are you talking about just doing pushdowns?
0: Yeah, just like pushdowns like, oh, maybe I'm going to do some extra abs or I'm going to do okay. extra hypers, like a little 20, 30 minute. Like, are those needed if you're yeah. doing the four major yeah. workouts? Really? Yeah, yeah. Mo- okay.
1: most definitely. You still need to train abs uh, every day, yeah. um, weighted every other day and non-weighted uh, the other days. Um, because, you know, that's going to be your biggest and you want to work on expanding the diaphragm when you do that. So you want to stick your belly out as far as you can. Um, and like, and that's how you're going to take a squat and then you'll breathe and take a massive, stick your belly out again, like that, like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and you're doing that with your, you know, every time you do a a crunch or, or, or a sit up or whatever. So, those those things are important, and hypers definitely important. Um, you want to build up uh, your low. You know, auxiliaries are important. Um, yeah. And just as important as the main lift because you're only strongest is your weakest link. You know what I mean? Right. So, you got to hold that chain together. When
0: it comes to the hypers, who's actually doing that 100 reps with the 70% shit? How many, how many people could actually do it? 100 reps at a time. Yeah, like in one shot. I can't remember the percentage, but it's
1: a high number of your squat. Like, And, and you do 100 reps straight? Or... Well, they're supposed to be able to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure guys could in there. Yeah. I can do maybe
0: 2%, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <a> 25-pound plate. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> it depends what hyper, though, too.
1: Uh, yeah, the the yeah, one sure. the one hyper, um, man, you can only use like a quarter or two quarters. The bent the bent pendulum one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's shit it, is that's hard. hard. I got on that shit
0: for the first time. Yeah. I said, like, Oh hell! You no. know, b-
1: believe it or not, back in the day, I used to be able to put all the forty five or all the twenty fives on there that could hold it, and that's like six aside or whatever it is, and I could shit. and I could do it, and I could hold it for one second before it fell for like eight ten reps. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> now, how many times a week were, were you guys doing the?
0: Four the like how Louis said oh you got to do four heavy four light or were you just doing four
1: times a week total the sessions of hypers? Uh, we did hypers <clears throat> at least three times a week mm-hmm. uh, back then. Um, but there were some guys that did them every day. I mean, it just depends, you know. Reverse hypers. It just depends on what time of training, you know, what, at what point of training you're at, you know, like yeah. some guys are coming off of meat, So yeah, reverse hypers. And like, you're like, say that's your weak spot to where, you know, you need the reverse hyper. Then yeah, you would do that for, uh, you know, every day for a while to build that area back up. It just depends yeah. where you're weak at, you know, and, and yeah. that's going to change because you're going to work that area. And now another area is going to drag because this area got stronger than the other one. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, how how much would you guys you know
0: especially the, the bigger guys how much were you guys using the the ATP or the inverse curl or the hip quad versus like RDLs and lying leg curl and standing leg curl and stuff like that?
1: Um, well, when i we've when I was first coming up through there, uh, we only had a belt squat, right? Uh, we didn't have the ATP and all that stuff yet. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I do think it's necessary for any, any power lifter to do work with the belt squat, whether you're doing walking lunge, walking with it, or you're squatting with it. But yeah, most definitely. What uh, um, size did you say other than belt? I was squat? saying the inverse curl. Inverse curl. Um, and the hip quad. Yeah, we didn't have one of those, but I do think they're pretty good too. Um yeah. I would say if someone was starting out, that's a great way to to build yourself up, um, you know, and you're able to use the the weight to counterbalance everything. Right. Now, how, how
0: would you guys uh, rotate between your extra, your special exercise, you know, so all your single joint stuff? Was it up to you, or would Louis decide? Like, because I've heard different where some people are like, yeah, I switch it every week, and some people will be like, oh, I use it for two to three. Like, how did you decide? You know, I know it's supposed to be until it doesn't work or you get bored of it. But, like, how
1: did you really know when to switch? Uh, well, the nice thing about conjugate is I've never had the same workout, if that makes sense. Like, every right. workout's been different some way. Um, you know, like uh, the old they use where you squat all day. Like, we squat, but we use things just, you know, yeah. different. Every workout's different. Yeah. Um.
0: How often or if ever would you guys just use straight weight for
1: uh, dynamic dynamics? Uh, towards uh, the end of my powerlifting career, we would use straight weight quite frequently because I didn't want to – for me, I, I didn't want to tip over. It seemed like when I used bands too much, I started getting uh, kind of shaky with the squats. Oh, so really? I, course, yeah. Um, Why would do you say, think that was? What's that? I said, why do you think that was? I think because the bands just lock you in position, and you just get used to that position. Right. Uh, like Smith machine, you know? Yeah. Where, uh, you know, it, whereas chains make you more unstable. Mm-hmm. What about the deadlift? Would you
0: still use bands in the deadlift, or did you try to use the straight one? Um, well, I both. 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 Well, yeah. What about the bench?
1: Both. Oh. Yeah. How, yeah.
0: how often would you guys overhead press
1: like shoulder presses
0: yeah or even standing
1: like with a barbell uh, now on bench days we do a lot of that with dumbbells um, okay. we don't do go real heavy with the barbell um, but uh, we go more like dumbbell work and lighter with the barbell because that's like the last movement too All right
0: now how many guys were actually jumping? Because I know Louis was big on jumping, but I'm like, I can't imagine some of these 300 pound dudes jumping,
1: maybe besides like plyo swinging. Oh I, I'll tell you this believe it or not, uh, anybody who can squat a thousand, uh, especially back in the day, mm-hmm. squat a thousand could probably <clears> dunk a basketball. I used to be able to dunk. Uh, and I was like 280 pounds hanging on the rim. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know a lot of that's happens with a lot of football players. They're strong Real, and powerful. Hey, yeah. yeah, it may not look pretty, but they can right. still jump. Right, right, <laughs>
0: not yeah. a lot though, because I know them joints feel it, but right. they can still do right.
1: it. Yeah, <laughs> well, because like to, to squat a thousand, you got your your anybody who squats heavy squatting fast. It may yeah. not look fast, but they're right. squatting as fast as they can. As they can yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're pretty good uh, sprinters, too, guys that can squat a 1,000, you know what I mean? Really? Short distance for a little yeah, bit. Sure, yeah, right. Um,
0: how much sled work would you guys do? How often and how would you decide the
1: distances and trips and how many times a week? Uh, it just was up to the individual at the time. Um, I would sled, me personally, I sled <clears> drag <throat> usually three to four times a week. Um, and I usually kept it pretty light because I, I did it so often. So like, I never really went above four plates. Um, Oh, light. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that is heavy now to me. It it was light back then, but like, you know, I'm, I'm saying I didn't go heavy. Like every once in a while, I'd go up to like six, seven plates, something like that. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> what were the trips that you used to do uh man i don't know the distance but from if you go out to our parking lot yeah. if you um see where like the cars are yeah then you look all ahead and it's way back there at the end of the, yeah. the end of the building where the corner is that's where out the distance so i don't know what is that uh over like 70 70 meters 70, something like that. yeah 70 feet is that what it yeah. is no, I was saying seventy meters. Oh, 70 meters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, probably yeah, seventy yeah. meters. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I thought you said heat. I was like, I don't no, know. What that <laughs> that's I what's that?
0: Ten yards? <laughs> Something
1: like that. I was like, damn,
0: who's this motherfucker I'm talking to right now? <laughs> um, when did the static dynamic first come in? And did you guys ever play around with that? I know your fighters and
1: all the mm. athlete sport guys have, but when when does that come along? And you Are guys you talking play about on the that? machine? yeah the machine yeah uh, that's been Louie's project for like man we were doing that back in 2014 or 15 mm-hmm. um, and then he got rid of it and then, and then he brought it back um, <laughs> so we were doing it for probably like maybe six months to a year and oh. then Louie just brought it back uh, recently probably the past four years maybe that five. shit is tough <laughs> Yeah, it is. I did front squats and I said, "Fuck this!" But you know, you don't need the machine. That machine's great, but you can do static stuff. I don't know if Lou showed you, but you can do that on pins and a a power rack. You mean pulling like pulling from one pin to the other pin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do
0: that. I so I do a lot of that with my athletes. I was just about to ask you, did you guys do isos at all for powerlifting before you had the machine? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, and a lot of
1: time under tension.
0: How how did you do that, and what
1: days would you do it on? Oh, man. It would just be whenever um, Lou would see that we needed it. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Would you Uh, work on, like, a specific, like, okay, you miss
0: in the delta towards the bottom, okay, so you're going to pull into pin one, or would it be, like, a random day?
1: I just want you to do ice. uh, I mean, I – it's just, it was whenever, you know. Like the biggest thing that built my deadlift was all the uh, rack pulls I would do that Louie uh, told me to do. I uh, love rack pulls, but I was like, oh, is it cheating? I don't know how often I
0: should do it. Well, nah, I'm I, good at that fucking I, rack pull. Like, God yeah.
1: I, we would do, I would do like pin three. Uh, Woo! And I would uh, quad, quad the um, purple and I'd mm. put four plates on and I'd do like uh, three three reps, uh, 10 sets or, um, uh, five by five or something oh, like so that. So this will replace your speed deads off the floor. So you, yeah. Would re- some, some okay, okay. Yeah. 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 And, uh, that really helped <laughs> because that's where I was needing to pull that last bit on the eight hundred and forty. So you, you were slower
0: at the top. Is that why you were doing it so high? Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had a good lockout. I had a real strong lockout, but it was just making that even more solid. Right. Because I was missing from uh, every time I took 840 until I made it, I would get it up to about my kneecaps, a little bit over above my kneecaps, and then I'd drop it. So I needed to build that little more uh, mid-back glute strength, (laughs) hamstring strength.
0: Why, Why do you think there's so many guys right now, I don't know if it's just because they focus on it more, but I feel like the big squatters is not as popular. And you have guys that are deadlift to nine something, but only oh squatting God. seven something. What?
1: Why yeah. do you think that is? Uh, probably because they have dead de- uh, leverages to pull, but they don't have leverages to squat. Yeah, that, that sounds like my fucking
0: ass. My did a deadlift <laughs> two hundred pounds higher than my damn squat. Is it right? Really? <laughs> yeah, because I, I my squat's like four fifty. My pull is six, but I think it's, it's a little bit. I did it in competition. It looked almost like a speed pull. So it's like, I just yeah, feel right. also, I was box squatting for so long. And the last meet I did, I mean, I'm doing uh, raw. And it's like, I just trying to learn how to like free squat again has like, been extremely
1: difficult. Yeah. If you box squat a long time, it's, it's different.
0: Yeah. But now it's, that I laid off an the animal. box squats, so I feel like my, my deadlift
1: development went down because it's like the same damn position. That's why you got to keep working on your weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what we're talking about. You know, you, the thing is you're never going to lift enough weight. You can't, right. you can't lift enough weight. You can't beat what's on the bar. You can't outlift it. Cause eventually, you know, if you're strong enough for that, then they'll just put hundred pound plates on, you know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. They'll come up with more, cause you can't, you can't outlift the bar. And I right. think that's what we we're all trying to do, but you can never do it. And that's why it keeps <laughs> us coming back.
0: Um, what do you think are some of the biggest um, needs to improve benching? Because like that, that's my that's my weakest point. I
1: fucking hate it. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have good triceps? How, where you where are you weak at, at, at Midway to lock, midway to lockout, yeah. midway to lockout. Yeah, a lot of people need <laughs> triceps like uh, medium to close grip board pressing, mm-hmm. um, close grip pressing, um, heavy JM presses. Um, heavy extensions, heavy rollbacks. Um, you know, uh, heavy, heavy where you take your elbows out. Uh, they call them tape presses or whatever. Um, shit like that, man, you just gotta, you gotta do it heavy. How, what's, how, how low is the reps for like the
0: extension type stuff versus the bars? What's that again? So like, you know, your rollbacks, your, your, uh, tape presses, uh, press downs, stuff like that versus um floor presses or board presses, like if it's or jam presses, if it's an accessory, what's the reps and sets with the bars okay. versus the versus the dumbbell type stuff? Okay, so if like you're going the, heavy. Accessory heavy
1: mm-hmm. stuff, um I would keep it in like the six to twelve range. Mm-hmm. Uh, focus more. Like you want to pick a weight where like six is going to be hard. You know, like you might get struggle to get six, and then try to aim for eight. That's what my goal was. Right. Okay. And then what about with the bar? Uh, I mean, the ranges, the rep ranges, will always stay the same. Uh, Dumbbell, oh, okay. actually, I, I, yeah, they stay about the same if you're going heavy. Um, but lighter, you know, you, you, you after you go heavy for like say, uh, three sets then we used to drop it down for two sets and do two burnouts.
0: Oh, so as many reps as possible? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, did you guys always go, you walk in the gym, and you're going to start squatting, or did you do, like, body temp or foam roll or any warm-up of any sort? Or yeah, did they, you, do, like, be, reverse hypers, abs, and Uh to-
1: If you got there late – you were spotting yeah, when yeah, you yeah. got there. <laughs> or you got there on time. So the guys that got there early would foam roll. Um, a lot of times I just rolled in. But I would be foam roll. I would foam roll like the night before or at my house before I got okay. there. Okay. So I didn't look like I was foam rolling and look like I'm soft, right? anything.
0: <laughs> but you did it. You did it at home. <laughs> right. Right. That's the secret. <laughs> um. Now, were you when you were still lifting? Was the guy John Quint working on you guys at that time doing the ART and the FRC type stuff? Uh, John Quint never worked on me, but yeah, he was working on some of the athletes. Oh, know. okay, okay. So, uh, did just some people say, "Oh, I will do it," and then some people were like, "Fuck it."
1: Well, I got lucky because my wife's a physical therapist. So, oh wow, yeah. Oh. So, are oh, you sitting pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I didn't need to see John Quint. <laughs> Uh, for it because I was you know, I was fortunate to marry uh someone who was highly educated. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um
0: so tell me how you got into coaching and when did it start? Were you already when what is it was it when you were still lifting or did you wait till Uh, I uh, see like
1: I've been giving free advice like forever. And my Mm -hmm. wife's like you need to start, you know, (laughs) right charging on this. So um I don't know. I just made the switch. Uh I was a corrections officer for eight years, and I recently had to retire. And okay. and so that's what – but, like, I had been kind of coaching before that, but, like, now it's mm-hmm. like I'm ready to start taking people on, you know, full steam. How did you um, start training uh, the, the MMA fighter at the gym? AJ and Miles. Uh, yeah. AJ, AJ approached me after his last fight and see if I had to train him. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then how, how's that been? Oh, man, it's great, man. Those guys are great. Miles has a fight next week uh, in De Kokomo, Indiana. I think it's going to be live streamed, but uh, it's uh, Coliseum Crashers or something like that. But uh, he's the main card, and he's going to fucking annihilate this dude. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, AJ's fights in February at UFC 271, I believe it is. And, oh, so is he uh, pro now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit, I didn't know. Yeah, okay. his last fight, he turned pro. Oh, Uf- so UFC on, pro. He turned UFC pro. All
0: right, I'm gonna just start watching UFC. Now, I, yeah, I, man. I can't
1: pay for that pay per view shit. Yeah, no way. Nice, not- but
0: does UFC? No, yeah, UFC does usually do pay per view, right? Yeah. But I'll pay for it if we got a, a foot. You know, a, yeah. a man in the fight. He
1: uh, <laughs> he might be on the prelims this time. I'm not sure, but uh, I mean, he's on the card. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, on yeah, the fucking he's still there. That's money, baby. (laughs) And after he beats that dude's ass, we're gonna be (laughs) celebrating. That's all. (laughs) So you, I'm gonna text you, man. After AJ beats his ass, you see that shit? You see that shit? That's my boy. That's my dude right there.
0: (laughs) Um. So when you're trading him, do you guys do max effort work, or do you do solely dynamic work? Like, how do how do you guys do that? Uh,
1: well, that's kind of a secret. I got oh, to with <laughs> my guys right now. I can't, can't really let, I do let a little bit out on Instagram. I yeah, I see, out, I see. I see. I see. A little but I don't let it all out. I can't, I can't do that. That's how I, I'll lose customers. Um, what, what about, do you
0: have any other athletes just say a sport? Maybe you train and be like, well, tell me how you train
1: them. Um, <clears> I <throat> wouldn't. Um, I would do more of a max three to five, right? Okay, yeah, and then a ton of auxiliaries. Okay, and I would not—I wouldn't let you rest long, right? And you match the rest time to what their energy systems are for the sport. I usually just—I have a feel for it. I just have a feel, and I know when they're ready. But you know, I'm going to push them. I mean, I—you know—ready ain't—you know—you're still going to be breathing hard. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But you got to be. I want them. I want them to go through hell to be the best. You know what I mean? You have to. You have to prepare for the worst to be the best. And I, I've been putting them through it, man. And they, they fucking respond. They don't complain. They don't. They just do it. And they've had nothing but results, and it's beautiful. What um, what's your what's your goals for the future? My goal is just, uh, I'm kind of living through <clears throat> these guys and live through my clients, uh, you know, uh, get some football athletes and, and or whatever or any sport and start, you know, uh, rooting on them too. Do you, do you guys get any young kids at, at West Side or is um, it like the parents a, are too scared? There, there's a kid in there <clears> tonight. <throat> he's 19 and I, he's he's got potential. He's, uh, uh, He's about 270 pounds or so, big kid. <laughs> uh, and I watched him squat tonight. He's pretty strong. He's got some stuff he needs to work on, right. technical wise. But I mean, he's 19, so you're right. <laughs> he don't have that, you know, grow man development quite yet. <laughs> what about on? Um, do you train any powerlifters right now? Uh, I train a couple. Yeah. Mm.
0: What do you, What do you do? You know, how's your What's your philosophy when you're training them? That maybe they makes it
1: a little bit different. It's more of a max single, uh, mm-hmm. more rest time, uh, not as quite as many as volumes, and a little lower. Mm. Do you do as much uh,
0: auxiliaries as you know you did when you were lifting? No, no,
1: no, <laughs> I, I don't think, I don't think the fighters do as many auxiliaries as I did when I was. Little. Really? even yeah. the fighters. And this is, God what damn. Thing, this is what's <laughs> crazy is I do the workout the night before. I don't know if I'm a masochist or a sadist because I do enjoy those guys hurting, but I do the workout the day before. I, I don't, I, I, uh, I rest longer, but I still do the workout, uh, mm-hmm. because I have to see what it's going to be like. Is it going to be brutal or not? And so <laughs> if it's going to be tough enough or not, And so, what what Miles calls it torture. And so, uh, I got to see if I can torture him enough or not. (laughs) (laughs) So, I put myself through it first. How much uh, jumping do you have your athletes do? Uh, I don't really care how high somebody does. I want it more weighted. Weighted Okay. Okay. So, uh, I'm more impressed by guys who can take a 40-pound dumbbell and, and jump, you know, 30 inches or whatever All
0: right. <clears throat> <clears throat> so what what um in your opinion what makes the conjugate
1: system superior to a uh, linear block uh the biggest thing is you don't get bored true that <laughs> you know everything changes like i said no two workouts are the same and with the other stuff you know every workout seems to be the same you know, you uh, You know, I mean, every workout, every squat workout, every bench workout, every deadlift workout. And that just seems like I'd get bored with that, man. Right. And and the biggest thing is you keep your muscles guessing. You keep your and and mm-hmm. and that's going to keep, you know, your body guessing. You're going to continue to grow and get stronger that way. You keep doing the same thing. Your body's eventually going to break down. Do you um, do you guys have your athletes
0: wear briefs when they squat? no no no
1: no they don't they don't need them
0: louis such a big proponent on that i
1: don't know why yeah yeah um i would use them for uh like a football player okay Uh, yeah but uh as far as like the fighters no no No, they're not using them and any other athletes no just just power sports you know what i mean yeah I'm not saying fighting is not powerful, but you know what I'm saying. They're, yeah, they're yeah, trying yeah. To build more muscular endurance. I'm not, you know, I I can't step on anybody's toes. I'm being politically correct nowadays, so <laughs> I want to step on nobody's toes. <laughs> don't get
0: canceled, <laughs> right?
1: Right.
0: Well, only people that listen to this podcast are conjugate people, so you'll be good. That's good. Good. <laughs> good. All right. Uh, what? What? Um, when do you guys ever do? If any, did you guys ever do?
1: Any, like, slow eccentrics? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah? We do time under tension, yeah. That's what I was talking about earlier, time under tension. We were doing – we used to do that, help build my deadlift, uh, stuff like that.
0: Like, what exactly would you do? Just, like, lower the bar after you do a speed pull, like, slower? Or would Um, you do, like, uh, the quasi-isometrics where you, like, kind of hold a position for a certain amount of time? We would do,
1: like, five (laughs) seconds up, five seconds down. Or we would do, like, a five seconds down, rip it up, five seconds oh, down. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, shit like yeah, that's that. Yeah, never, that's never talked about. I never heard that before. Yeah, when I first <laughs> was training with Chuck, we would do that, and then, like, I'd be holding it coming down, and then he'd, like, have me hold it at a certain spot. And he'd just say, hold, 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 hold. And then he'd start counting again for me to go down more until I hit that one. So I'd get down to these certain spots. I mean, your knees would be shaking, man. I mean, I fucking sweat With how much? How much weight was on the damn ball? He's like 405 <laughs> oh, But I was like, hand gripping it, you know.
0: How, so how how crazy is Chuck? Is he really that crazy?
1: Uh, I mean, to somebody normal, probably right. Yeah, guess, he's, right? yeah. I mean, you're talking <laughs> to somebody who's on foresight man So I, mean, I think he's normal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: he's normal in my eyes.
0: <laughs> would you if guys I'm do the? Normal. Yeah, yeah. Would you guys mean? do the, I was gonna say, would you guys do the same thing where we turn to a contest on your uh, on your bench days, even on the speed days?
1: <clears throat> Sometimes, yeah, yeah, some days, <laughs> yeah. But usually, Louis would have us doing so many sets on the bench that. It really wouldn't be a contest someday. No. It depends on the day. you know. It depends on who was in there. It depends on the ego. It depends on whatever.
0: Well, how many sets would you guys get
1: up to? Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, 20 triples? Yeah. We've been there. I've been there. Yeah. yeah. I did. There's times on squats I've done probably 45, 55 sets because I wanted to do one. Oh, my God. So, yeah. What about the deadlift? There's no way y'all doing that shit on the deadlift. Uh, I mean, we've worked up to 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Singles or doubles? Both. God, <laughs> God. I mean, it just depends on that. You you know, you're talking to somebody who's been there 15 years. You know, I yeah. mean, that's a long freaking time. Mm. A lot of – I've been a lot of days, you know. Why do you think um,
0: – well, you, you probably just know. When the, when a lot of lifters, they get to the, such an elite level, and I hear you guys talking about fighting for a pound, five pounds on your entire total for, like, two, three years, but your first five to ten, it was, like, 20 to 50. In a, you know, like, what – is it just, like, you're reaching your full potential and you, you're just trying to get – small percentage higher or is it the injuries like what why is it that it stalls to that degree uh
1: i mean that could be the best that their genetics allowed right um so genetics could have a flat part to play with injuries um yeah. you know sometimes the best people don't ever make it in the nfl and yeah. powerlifting you know stuff like that just because of injuries yeah. guys you might, might not ever heard of that were probably going to be way stronger than any of us you know just injuries. I mean, that just, that stops people. Uh, old age, you know, Mm. uh, people just, uh, they lose interest after a while. You know, they don't have it burning in their heart. When you, when you look back on
0: all your lifting days, what is something that you think you could have done better to be even better than you were?
1: If I could go back, um, I would have tapered down better. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there was a lot of weight I left on the platform, a lot. Yeah. And that's something that I, I live with every day, actually. <laughs> I think about It'd that. be haunting you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was your best numbers on all three of your lists? Uh, my best squat was 1025 at 242. Uh, my best bench was seven hundred at two seventy-five. My best pull was eight forty at two sixty-five. Now, how much do you think the the
0: gear gave you versus out of your raw? Like, how much were you getting out of each of the
1: the shirt, the suit, and everything? Uh, well, my best raw was five fifty. Um. And so that gave me 150, but I never really learned the shirt like most people. You know, a lot of people. Because right. y'all didn't use your gear a lot, right? Right, but, but... like I just wasn't really good. At when and as I was approaching 800, I got hit by this car and it fucked my neck up. So I only benched 700 once, and uh, after that, I never benched it again. I benched. Damn. I would bench 675 or 685 or 690. And then on my second attempt, I take 705, try to hit a PR, and I miss 705 probably 25 times in meets. What? maybe Dang. Yeah, and I got it it'd go right to the top, and I couldn't lock my right arm out because the neck was fucked up.
0: Because of my neck, yeah. You know? Jeez. What about
1: uh, what about the squat? Uh, what about the squat? Oh, was uh, saying, Yeah, yeah. When when I squatted 1025, the world record was 1100. And uh, I had done 1100 at the gym, and I was planning on doing that again, you know, trying to squat that. Um, but the meat that I did that, I only end up getting my opener, so it happened. Wow.
0: <laughs> Why do you think so many people always trying to shit on the gear that are raw
1: guys? I don't know because I don't... A, a lot of us were strong, fucking raw, you know right. Uh, <laughs> Like when I pulled my eight forty, that was in a, a single ply suit. Which does that even give you anything? The deadlift uh, suit. I heard it doesn't give you shit. <laughs> I mean, if if you, yeah, some people wear them real tight. Uh, this yeah. this the one I had wasn't really that tight. It's kind of like a wrestling thing, really. Oh, okay. So I damn near <laughs> it was raw when I did that. So you know, uh, I don't know why they shit them because none of us ever shit on the 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 raw guys. I don't think you know because we all train raw. So right. I don't know. Haters, I guess.
0: <laughs> uh, when you when you guys go a lot of people when they first go to Westside, if they're not already pulling sumo, does Louie try to push
1: them to pull sumo? Or does no. a lot of people is it still just a choice? Louis wants you to pull at your strongest. Right. Wherever your strongest is. He he recommends sumo because sumo is the quickest way, you know, the shortest distance up. Right. And he wants you to save your back. Because after you squat and bench, man, your back is taxed. You know, think about a (laughs) 1,000, think about benching 700, and then you need to pull 800? Shit, man. Right. (laughs) You know, I want the shortest distance possible. Shit. Even though I had, like, a medium sumo grip, I didn't really even – my feet weren't out that wide when I sumoed. Yeah, I was I was doing much wider and then
0: some uh a few lifters in the gym. I had been pulling wide, like really wide for a long time. And they were like, Cool, I think you could lift that and more much easier, but your knees aren't going out. And then I brought my yeah. stance in just even a little bit and it's and it feels more like almost like a leg press now. And it feels like my glutes yeah. turn on way yeah. easy. And I didn't even I didn't even think about it, but I was like I got athletes that are like 6'2", and I'm 5'10", and my feet position was the same. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think I was going too fucking wide, but I didn't even notice yeah. it.
1: Like, but you, want, you still want to train wide like that and still train right. na- narrow, conventional. You always want to train all your baby muscles, you know, mm-hmm. and then your strongest stance when you're trying to pull PR or whatever, that's where you want to pull. Now, like for me, I've always been really slow at the
0: bottom and like extremely fast at the top. Um, besides just doing, like, deficit pulls, what do you think someone like me should work on? Belt
1: squat uh, marches. Build your glutes okay. up. Okay. You 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 need to get firepower off the floor. Right. So you said your glutes are activating, but they need to activate. They need to be bigger and, and stronger. Right. Yeah. What about do you think that the abs and obliques have to do with it? Because
0: I feel like that's a weakness on me. Your abs? Do you yeah. train your abs?
1: Uh, twice a week. Yeah, I was. <laughs> probably, I, I bumped that up to about every workout. <laughs> so every every workout, I try to do standing abs or something like that. Right. And, I also, uh, usually
0: fail at the bottom of the squat. Do you think it's probably for the same reason? Yeah, probably. I, yeah. 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 Now, if I don't know if you train any raw lifters but if you have raw lifters would you suggest more direct chest work direct quad work because you can't you know sit yes. back as
1: far in the in the squat? Yes. okay so you said, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah every muscle needs to be trained when you compete raw because right. you're building you're building shield for an armor you know what i mean right that's what i tell my fighters same thing you know or any any athletes i tell them you know you got to build the shield of armor you know now, piece by piece Because if you're not training and
0: you're not a geared powerlifter, do you think then you need to do less, uh, you know, speed squats and speed deadlifts with the bands because you're not going to squat or deadlift at the same pace as when you're in the gear because the gear is so tight and then you got to outrun the gear, you know, pushing through it. It's like you got to do so much more triceps when you're doing gear because you got to blast through that point. So, would you would you suggest a lot more you know either just straight weight or maybe just
1: more chain stuff what, what I did um, was when I competed raw um, I trained three days a week instead of four and so I'd rotate that oh. fourth, fourth day so it you know sometimes it'd be on a Monday sometimes it'd be on a Wednesday. you know what I mean it'd just rotate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that seemed to work. That kept my central nervous system from uh, going berserk. So I was still able to do all the sets and reps and everything. Well, uh, just, uh, that's
0: all the questions I got for you. Tell everybody
1: where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Lucas Edwards underscore, or five times underscore uh, pro. And uh, they can uh, email me at loop.edwards.2500 at gmail.com. Okay What about your book when it when it do you have a date for when that comes out? nah man, but it's in the works. It'll be popping probably by 22. I, I'm 22. hoping to have it out uh, 2223 something like that. You have a title yet? uh no i i can't let all that out man <laughs> <laughs> well i just you know i want you to promote you know like nah, let people I, know to... now nah, i don't have a title yet it <laughs> might change if i did think of one I, <laughs> yeah I, I have a yeah true true, thing, true. You know, but yeah i don't have one yet uh,
0: yeah um what how many days are you at at,
1: at west during the week uh now i'm at Westside. one two three four five days a week okay
0: 'Cause I am looking at taking another trip okay. uh with another coach that's been going there for like twenty years, uh named Mark Deppen. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, um
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that crazy <laughs> motherfucker. Um, but he like invited me uh up there and uh so I'm I wanna go and do a whole week so I can actually do max effort. Okay. And you know, get my shit yeah. picked apart for a whole week, you know. Yeah. <laughs> get yeah. the real full experience. Yeah, te- so.
1: text me when you're in town and uh Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll make sure we make something uh, work for I'll, I'll be up there. Okay. Well, it was awesome talking to you, man. Yeah, you too, buddy. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. You too. Later.
0: All right. Well, it's another one wrapped in the books, another great one. You know, I, I've been just a little busy, so I haven't put out a whole bunch as frequently as I was, you know, because the seminar is coming up this weekend. If you didn't already know... That'll be on the 11th and 12th. Um, if you haven't signed up, you can hit the link in my bio. It's $30 for both days in person or $20 for Zoom. Um, anybody that pays for the uh, in-person or the Zoom gets a, whatchamacallit, gets a recording for uh, of the actual seminars because I'm not gonna be releasing this onto YouTube like I did last year. So you know, even if you don't catch it live, And, of course, when you want to go back to it to hear what these guys said, you'll have paid for it, so you'll get the download. Um, And then also, uh, you know, support your boy. I'll be releasing my book um, sometime in the near future. It's literally in the final processing phase. Like, I'm literally doing design on the front cover, final edits, um, and... I'm almost done. It's going to be really good. Um, so, you know, I think it's going to be to help a lot of athletes, parents, and coaches. So, you know, support your boy that's still in that link tree as well to do the pre-order. Um, and as always, if you're a coach or a neuro coach that wants to be on the podcast, just shoot me a DM there. You know, people, some people, it's like, they're like, oh, I'm waiting for you to say something. Hey. Come on the podcast, man, because I'm forgetful, and I'm open to discussion and having a good time. So I hope everybody's doing well. And remember, stay clean. Peace.